Let's bring in Dan Rayburn, principal analyst at Frost Sullivan, to talk all about streaming here. Love taking a look at this industry, particularly ahead of a holiday weekend where people will be looking. What is the long-term outlook? I mean, obviously, people love streaming. I don't know how many streaming they could have because some of them really cost a lot of money. But why don't you start with what we're going to see from Hulu. This is the NFL game, by the way, folks, was just moved to Sunday because of coronavirus. So people are going to be all in a tizzy about that. Uh, but tell me about what your thoughts are with Hulu and a special offer for Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, sure. Happy holidays, Nicole. Thanks for having me again. So Hulu has an offer out starting on the 26th, so tomorrow on Thanksgiving until the 30th, where you can get Hulu for $2 a month. That's the on-demand service. It's not not the live TV, but it's on the on-demand service with uh, ads. Uh, we've also seen Hulu raise pricing last week for ten dollars uh, by ten dollars a month for the live TV offering, which is now sixty-five dollars. So, one of the things we're definitely seeing on the live side is the bundling of live TV streaming-wise is getting very expensive now. Where initially, when it came to the market, it was all about cheap, 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 cheap. It's now pretty expensive. Uh, to your question, in terms of how many streaming packages is the average consumer going to buy? That's the great question. And that is what investors in the industry are looking at over the next few years between Disney and Amazon and Hulu and HBO Max and all the others that are out there. I think we're going to get to the point of where consumers are going to have no choice but to have somewhere between four to six different services, including music services like Pandora and Apple Music as well. I see YouTube, Hulu, Fubo are all 65 bucks. Yeah, about right it's gotten expensive. To you? you think yes. can people get all three of those? Are people going to get all three? I mean, can they all survive at such a price point? I mean, you did see Sling on there at thirty dollars and um, Philo at twenty dollars. So those seem a little more reasonable, but maybe you're not getting what you want from those. Maybe that's a supplemental. Yeah, so it's not an apples to apples comparison, right? You, you have to think about what channels you want to get. Does it have your local sports team? Some some don't. So one of the problems we have on the live streaming side is all these services came to the market from day one and basically said that we're different from pay TV. You can pick and choose what you want to watch, but you really can't. Live streaming TV is just the new pay TV bundle. You have to take a whole bunch of channels whether you want to watch them or not. And the licensing costs to the Hulus and the YouTubes and others are very expensive. And that's why right now there's not that many subscribers for live streaming services. Google said that YouTube TV Live had 3 million subs at the end of Q3. Hulu for live TV is just past 4 million. And then you've also seen Sling, AT&T, and others actually lose subs over the last year. So I think a lot of consumers when it comes to live are really just gonna look at what content do they really wanna get? Sports is really what's driving that. Services like DAZN and FUBU are very specialized in sports, but I think the bigger question investors have to ask is, outside of sports and news, does live TV really matter anymore? Uh, that's a great question. And how much are willing, people willing to pay? I think that you have Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984. It's going to be that's streaming coming. on HBO Max the same day that it, uh, it is in theaters. That'll be at the, uh, in December, late December for 30 days. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's interesting. Everyone's saying this is the new norm, but it, it really isn't. So what are they doing? They're bringing it to HBO Max at no additional fee, but only for 30 days. After 30 days, it goes back into the regular windowing. 
that that the movie does typically if it were coming to theater. So this is a one-off because of what's going on with the pandemic. It is not the new norm. We're not going to see this all the time. I think the big thing investors have to look at, because you mentioned Hulu and Disney. Disney Plus just recently launched in Latin America. It is doing phenomenally well from what I'm hearing. So I wouldn't be surprised if they report 90 million more, a total of 90 million or more Disney Plus subscribers by the end of this year. But I think the thing to watch is, I actually think that Disney's going to get out of live streaming with Hulu over the next couple of years because it's not a service they can expand outside the U.S. And if you look at what they're doing as far as expansion, all the growth is coming international. I think it's interesting how we're talking about the live TV versus streaming. And you make a great point about sports, and that's definitely something that people want to watch now. You know, it's not like right. watching an old Friends episode, right, and maybe folding your laundry. It's, it's a completely different vibe. So that being said, I know Black Friday is coming up. I don't know if there's going to be any more deals to be had. Any thoughts on that before I get to the broader base of what streaming is about here? Yeah, I haven't seen any other content deals on Black Friday. We For Black Friday or this week, Cyber Monday, we do have devices that are cheap. Roku has a device at $17 and exclusive with Walmart. Wow. Amazon Fire TV has a stick for $18. Google with Chromecast is discounted down to 40 And it's incredible what you're seeing on TVs now. You're seeing 40-inch 4K TVs for under $200. And keep in mind, smart TVs is a way a lot of people consume streaming content as well. So we haven't seen as many content deals this year. Last year, we saw a lot of content deals where it was packaged for 30, 60, or 90 days if you bought a new device where you yeah. got it for free. But we haven't seen that this year. Yeah, quick thought. You think Netflix is a buy? You think there's still upside to Netflix? Quickly. There's still so much upside to Netflix. I mean, it's just incredible the power that Netflix has in the market as far as a branding standpoint. So they've just raised pricing either $1 or $2, depending on what your package is. So of course, there's always speculation by Wall Street when they raise pricing, okay, is that going to increase churn? What's going to happen to retention? We don't know. But in previous years, they have not lost a lot of subs because of that. However, at the same time, Netflix is now getting to the point where if at $18 a month, if you're doing 4K and up to four simultaneous streams at once, you can only raise pricing so much. What I do like about Netflix is right. that they did announce on the last earnings that they expect to launch more new original content in every quarter of next year when compared to this year. And we know original content, right. what? It drives new subs. That's right. Dan Rayburn, great to see you. Frost Sullivan, thanks for being here.